Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Lifestyle with Dr. Moby. I'm Dr. Moby, and today we have great guests all the way from Texas. Let's welcome Joe. Thank you for having me, Dr. Moby. I appreciate it. Thank you, Joe, for coming. And uh, Joe has a unique podcast as, as well as dealing with marketing uh, strategies. So let's learn from Joe. Joe, tell us about yourself. Sure. So I'm the host of the 150K podcast, uh, pretty much where we take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Uh, the idea behind it was to help people break the six figure barrier and get to a place where they can, you know, live, be happy, make decisions that they want to do with their life. I also do some sales coaching. And then background wise, I had over 15 years sales experience um, in multiple industries from oil and gas investments to um, heavy equipment to just pretty much you name it. I've done it in sales, been there, done that in home over the phone, all that fun stuff. Okay. So very nice. So you have years of experience in marketing side as well as teaching. So now why podcasting versus other? Um, I love the medium. I love getting to talk to people. I love hearing people's stories. So like for me, and I kind of think of it this way, like, you know, there's, Back in the day, there was that old dude around the fire, and he would just tell stories. I mm. like that thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then podcasting, it's so open forum. You can talk to people, learn things, do it on your own time. And it's just, for me, just something I've fallen in love with. And then it's very practical because I first started doing it by guesting on other people's podcasts and just listening and learning. And I wanted to you know, share what knowledge I had. And then I have a pretty big network, so I started bringing people in that, you know, we're good at stuff I wasn't as good at. Okay, so you are basically expanding what you uh, from your circle, and you're trying to get into new ideas and new things, and see if that that's helpful to you, right? Yeah, definitely. Because you always want to be growing and learning. You know, your network's important. Who you can connect with, and then if you can learn from someone else, um, mm -hmm. like I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff, Doctor Moby, you know that I don't know. And if mm -hmm. I can learn from you and you can learn from me, then we can shrink time. And I think that's just one of the greatest things with podcasting. Mm -hmm. And that's true. You know, there is a lot of the advantage with podcasts, as you said. You know, we are one-to-one -one and we talk, could be more than one. But, you know, it, like nobody is disturbing unless we take, of course, some of the comments. But most of time, it's, it's you and me. We are already having a great conversation. and you know, we will be listening and kind of coming up with new ideas, listening to, and I meet all the time, so many wonderful people and with different ideas. So, and that really helps me all the way. Yeah, I'm the same way. Connection to me matters. Like being able to connect with people and learn from them is key. It's key to growth in business, life, anything you do. Mm -hmm. So also tell me a little bit uh, how long ago you started with marketing. Um, marketing and sales, 15 years. So I started out actually working for a company um, and having to do kind of like that grassroots type of marketing where it's like one-to-one. -one. So I worked for a company mm -hmm. called Home Depot, pretty big company, but I was selling roofing windows and siding and I had to literally go door to door, knock on the door, say, hey, do you need roofing windows and siding? Do you need this? Do you need that? Um, moved into now doing stuff online. I do a lot of email marketing. I do a lot of, um, I still do a lot of cold calls as well. And then some social media posting, that type of stuff. 
Um, it just really depends on who I'm reaching out to and the client I'm trying to attract. So there is nowadays, of course, social media and digital marketing has really opened up new avenues, right? For now. So a lot of things which we were doing before, door to door or email, those are kind of gone less now, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, because now you can do a post like say on Facebook or LinkedIn, wherever your avatar is, and you can, you know, direct it toward them, whether you do it through organic posting, your like social media, or whether you like maybe decide to pay for ads. It just really depends on who you're trying to touch and, you know, where they're at. But you can touch so many more people this way. Because like when I was doing door to door, I can maybe hit 100 doors a day, you know, by the time you walk up and knock and all. But I could do a post that could hit 20, 30, 40,000 people if it gets the right, you know, leverage. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, media's uh, differences. So tell me a little bit, what's your experience been dealing with different ones? With dealing with different what? I'm sorry? Uh, social medias. Like what's the difference? between? Oh, sure. I, I think it's really you find one that works best for you. So like Facebook's more of you can do the groups, you can interact that way and you build it there where like on Instagram, it's more what's your posting, what's your picture, how are you getting likes? And then I actually really like LinkedIn because I do a lot of coaching for B2B businesses and that's where they are. So it's a different, all three of those mediums are different, but I think they have a great opportunity for you if you know how to work them, but you need to find which one your customers are at. So like mm -hmm. I said, with me, I focus a lot on LinkedIn because I deal a lot with sales professionals mm -hmm. where, you know, a lot of people maybe would focus on Facebook or Instagram, depending on if they're doing like a B2B or B2C type of product. Mm -hmm. So they are most, yeah. And it, a lot of, depending also on the products, what you are trying to propose or try to get on, right? Yeah, because it always depends on who you're trying to reach out to, what you're selling them, and then how you're framing it. So like with me, I'm all about helping people and networking. I'm not just trying to sell you a product or a service. I want to make sure you're taken care of. So my goal is to make sure it's the right product for you. If it's not, I'm going to refer you to someone in my network knowing it's going to come back to me. Mm -hmm. And so that is important. Also, tell me a little bit about what are the various industries which you have uh, basically encountered or you feel that really need to work on these new techniques? Yeah. So what I've been trying to do lately is just get more of a social presence through the different mediums that I have. So from doing my podcast, which I release every Tuesday, to doing some solo episodes to build credibility or branding, to getting into groups and networking to doing more organic posts. It's just really finding that niche. That's what I've been working on lately. Mm -hmm. It's just building the brand so that um, when people need help, I'm there to be able to help them. Okay. Also, I want to ask you being podcaster, what is your experience with different podcasting outlets? Would you mean like with the ones that like Apple, Spotify, that type of thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, I use a service that actually will send them out for me, but I find that I get most of my um, views off of Apple and then Spotify. Those are probably the two biggest ones. Then there's Breaker. Yeah. Um, and then what I've been trying to do with that is, is I have a Facebook page 
for the podcast that I was shared on. I've been getting into groups and sharing it there. I've been going on to other people's shows. That's something that I think a lot of people don't realize is um, if you're trying to build a podcast, start a podcast, get it going, get your stuff set up, get everything ready, but then also get on other people's shows because now you're going to have more reach for them and they may come back and listen to your show as well. Yeah. And, you know, that I do same thing, you know. Uh, we have a lot of guests, but also I go to a different podcast and try to kind of uh, help each other pretty much. You know, this is, uh, I think, a unique community type thing. Yeah, I love what, this community. Yeah, yeah. What about video? Do you find doing on, like I do all my podcasts is extracted out of video first. You know, we do video mm-hmm. and then separate MP3 from MP4. If, yeah, I've been working on that. So my son actually started a YouTube channel for me. So I, a lot of times when I'm doing mine, would record it on Zoom. That's just the platform I've been using lately. Um, that way I just have everything clean and clear. Then I upload the audio and then I've started doing YouTube. But then I also shared the video to like Facebook. And then I found a couple ways to do it to Instagram. Instagram's a little bit harder to share video to. You had to kind of backdoor and get into it to do it, but. I think video is cool because a lot of people actually like it. I'm surprised sometimes at the, like, cause you think when you think of podcast, you think two people talking, you're listening to them talk, right? Well, a lot of people actually enjoy watching it as well, which was surprising to me when I first got into this industry. Hmm. And that's why, you know, I, I, all my uh, clips are actually on YouTube channel as well as on uh, iTunes and and I think for us same thing iTunes and Spotify are the two big ones so but the only advantage of YouTube is if you get to a sp- you can get some sponsorships and you know you can monetize but I mean they don't pay a lot but I think uh, you can uh, y- you reach certain level probably it might grow you know yeah, I think you can monetize eventually with it. And it really just comes down to what are you wanting to do with your podcast? So like for me, I'm wanting to brand build with it and bring in different guests and then possibly help them that way. Um, I know like you need like 10,000 downloads, I believe, to even get a sponsor. Like I know some people want sponsors for their shows on podcasts. There's a bunch of different ways you can do it. Affiliate marketing, um, you can sell your own stuff, whatever you want to do. But I think it's just coming down to what, what do you want to do with it? What do you want to accomplish with that? And then Mm -hmm. once you get that set, you know, when you're ready to monetize, you can, if it's not about that for you, that's great. Okay. And I would also like to talk a little bit about, you know, different podcasts, Uh, actually those uh, avenues like anchor versus buzzsprout versus Google versus any other you have. So what are you, what's your experience with? I use Anchor. Um, it's just was the first one I got on. It was simple. It was easy for me to use. I like it. I've had other people recommend different ones to me and I've went and looked at them. But for me, Anchor is just simple. Um, I know some people don't like Anchor because there's certain things that you might not have the rights to if you don't put it in there right. But I've never had any issues with Anchor. So that's all my 56 episodes are on Anchor. And I, I I think I'm same way. Mine all is on Anchor too. And I think I find it, you know, I, I was able to monetize and, you know, we had first one and now the second one. So, I mean, we have over 20K downloads and then um, 
so we are growing but you know of course there's a lot of work to it yeah i think i have i have 150 episodes or something so or yeah, maybe no, yeah so, well done well done. That's because I think a lot of times people think it's just podcasting. You get on, you just talk, but there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff you have to do. There's a lot of video editing stuff that people just don't think about. So to get to that point, yeah, definitely. Well done. Yeah. And I think for us, for me is I have all my episodes are different. So it's not that, and we never script any, any of them. So uh, so it's not that we are talking on the same thing. I think uh, I have done probably three on marketing uh, or strategies. Mm-hmm. And I think one with you. And But, you know, they are all different. So I think a uh, lot of... But, you know, you're absolutely right. Not the same thing might not work for everyone. And something works for everyone. So, you know, I use a lot of my podcasting for educating my patients too, you know. So yeah. they they will listen, you know, uh, because in the clinic I might not get enough time to talk many times, but here it's more relaxed and I can talk many times on <laughs> any topic. Yeah. So so I think that helps that portion for sure. Um, I think, but I I see that uh, you know down the road probably it will have more and more educational. And I think that's good. It's finding what you you want to do with your podcast. So like when I do my solo episodes, a lot of times they're more about sales, strategy, marketing tactics. But like I just had a gentleman on my show recently. We were talking about Web3 and stuff that I didn't know about. And it was just kind of an interesting, different, you know, take on just different ways that you can, you know, build your life by design, which is what I like to do. So yeah, I, I love, I love the non-script. I don't do well in the scripted ones. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm just horrible on scripted ones too, because I think people can tell, you know, uh, they feel that, okay, this is scripted versus these are really two folks really talking and yeah. bringing something. So, so uh, you, you were also telling me about your course. So tell me a little bit, uh, some of the basics, uh, which anybody will get so they can listen more to your course. So, Sure. Are you talking about like my coaching course? Yeah. Or, uh-huh. oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So what I do with that is just basic sales coaching right now. Um, and I do it based off of their business or what they're doing. So there's certain sales principles that everyone needs. Like you need to know how to time block. You need to know how to prospect. You need to know how to talk to the customer. You need to know how to find pain points, overcome the objections, follow up and close. Those are like, you know, your typical basic skills. What I've really been doing is helping people shift their mindset that sales is not a bad thing. That is actually a good thing because you're problem solving and helping your customer or client. And I think that's the biggest thing I've run into with all my clients, just teaching them, hey, you know what? You have a great value. You're helping them. It's okay. You can charge for this. This is okay. You know, I think that's the thing that, because like if you watch TVs or movies or shows, the sales guys always like slimy or trying to pull a fast one. In reality, most people doing sales, business owners, entrepreneurs, they're just trying to help people. And if you can get them to reframe that, that's kind of been my biggest focus this year with helping my clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that is true. I mean, I think a lot of things uh, are there to learn. And I think a lot of people probably find it that, you know, this is, uh, I mean, I'm sure they probably know marketing by itself is like, 
it has a lot of strategies, planning as well as uh, you know perfection and everything goes with it. Uh, so you know you can learn some and advantages. You know, of course, uh, many people could be gifted and. But um, other thing is people can refine and learn some of the skills, right? And mm -hmm. I think that's where, where your course will help them, right? Yeah, well, because you, what most people don't like about sales or marketing is you deal with failure all the time. But you just need to reframe that. It's just, it wasn't right for them at that moment. You know, it doesn't mm -hmm. mean your product's bad. It doesn't mean that your service is bad. It just might mean that right now at that time, it's not for them. And then sometimes it's just you have to build the relationship longer. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. it's going to take people 4, 10, 15, 20 times to be in your ecosphere before they are willing to, you know, purchase, which is fine because you want to make sure that, you know, you're taking care of them. You're taking them down the customer journey. You're doing the stuff that you say. And it's it's just it's a long game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that is true. And there will be, you know, a lot of people. Uh, you know, I think that there is, you know, people develop that bonding and then, you know, it's not just numbers game, you know. Yeah. Well, because people really buy because they like you, they trust you and they believe in what you're doing. If you get those three things right, you can have a small following of people that really love what you do and the services you offer. And you'll make more than some people that maybe they have 20, 30,000 followers, but they're just transactional. I think really people want to have the connection. They want to feel seen, heard, and understood. They don't want to just be, oh, Joe just sold me this and now I can't find Joe. They want to be able to say, oh, Joe sold me this. Great. I can ask him a question. I'm still valuable to him. It wasn't just a transaction. Mm -hmm. And that's true. You know, I think it's like any industry, you know, uh, yes, number will play an important role, but my like you said, it might take a little bit time. Don't worry about if you have less because you are building those foundations and then on that you will have a great building later on. Uh, but, you know, I think give time so that's not. So uh, tell me also what is the future for um, podcasting as a podcaster and also what you have in mind? I think podcasting is going to grow. I think we're at the very beginning of it. I mean, it's been around for a little bit, but it's just now starting to take off. Mm -hmm. um, I think overall podcasting is going to be a medium that's going to be here for a long time because it's it gives people freedom of voice, freedom to speak what they want. They can go and find topics that maybe they love that maybe you can't get like on regular media outlets. And then for me, I just want to help people. Like that's my goal with the podcast is going and growing it and bringing value. Whether they buy from me or not, I don't care. I care more about them being able to get to the place like I did a few years ago where I could actually take my family and do the trips I wanted to do, figure out what I wanted to do by, in my life and not worry about money. Because I think if you can take the aspect of the fear of paying the bills or where I'm going to get you know, the next meal or any of that out of that equation, then now mm. people can start developing their lives, figuring out what they want to do and be. So that's kind of where my mind is going, at least with my podcast and the people that I've been connected with. Mm -hmm. And also with the COVID, do you think that really amplified people listening to podcasting and all media? Yeah, I would think so. Cause you got to think about it. Joe Rogan pulls more people than, most news media outlets. 
I think podcasting makes people feel like they have more of a voice because they can pick and choose. Because there's so many different people that do podcasting, they can pick and choose what they want to hear and listen to. And with COVID, we were able to, you couldn't go out and do as many things. So you needed a different way to get your information. And I think podcasting kind of filled that void to where mm-hmm. it's, it's more unbiased. You can go and find people who think one way politically or the other way politically, and you can find whatever you want. So I, th- I think overall that it's been a good thing. Okay, very, very nice. Also tell me a little bit about what are your plans for next uh, couple of months and years? Sure. So with the podcast, I'm going to keep building that, uh, bringing on more guests, doing that kind of just brand building. Mm-hmm. Um, I've launched, like I said, my coaching business. So I'm doing some of that on the side as well. Um, my goal really is just to help people, like help them get past the fear of sales, help them get past the fear of rejection. Uh, most, like I mentioned before, most coaches and entrepreneurs that I've run into mm-hmm. have really great ideas and visions and plans. They just don't know how to actually put it in motion. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where I come in and help them. That That's kind of where the 150K podcast is. That's, that's the direction we're going. Mm-hmm. And also I have uh, one question, why pick 150K? Um, because hundred K is kind of like, if like stats wise, if you're over hundred K worldwide, you are in the top 10%, 150 K, um, you're getting closer to, I think it's like the top five. And then if you get to 200 K, you're in the top 3%. Now I'm using us dollars. So the 150 K podcast was just like, I hit 150 K a couple years ago. And I, it was the first time I could just sit there and realize, okay, cool. I don't have the pressure of paying bills or wondering what I'm going to do with all the different things. I can actually start designing my life by design. So instead of just saying 100K, which is like the big barrier most people run into, I just threw up the other 50 on there just to make it be a little bit more of a, a level up. Because sometimes like in, this is it's a sales t- trick, really. People will say, hey, I want to sell a hundred thousand in like sales. So they'll say, I'm going to go for 150 because if you say a hundred, you might come short of it. Well, if you're going for 150, you're probably going to hit the hundred easier. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So any final message you have for. Sure. Um, chase your dreams, figure out what it is you want to do in life and go after that love. Well, and that's really all that matters. It's not about, you know, being or doing it's about being and doing who you are don't get caught up in what everyone else wants you to do be uniquely you love well and help others and you'll have a great life yes uh, with that thank you once again for coming to our show and good luck and uh, we'll see you next time <laughs> thank you for having me i really appreciate take, it take